I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Metroplex, shout out to the 6 a.m. club, our best and highest rated audience of the entire show. We got the entire squad with you for a Cowboys Monday after the 20-point beatdown of Filthy. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and our Cowboys insider Bobby Belt. That is the fan replay brought to you by Ciroc Vodka, and this is Star Up Star down your Cowboys report card at 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. I'm never wrong. I'm just not always right yet. Sound like RJ. Exactly. I learned that from RJ. And I wasn't wrong about the Philadelphia Eagles. It just took a little while to show that that is a trash football team that since week four trash has a negative point differential. They're not trash, but they are completely average. There's nothing impressive about that team at all. Everybody's caught up to them. And you see it last night in the fir- in just the way that you're Dallas. Like, you're like the guy who goes out and beats up on some middle school kids and you walk around like a badass. You have your Conor McGregor walk. Just he- like the Eagles. And here they are. No, they are actually going up against. You're right. They don't beat up anyone. <laughs> they they don't. just sneak by against the middle schoolers. They- <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not totally inaccurate. They do. They do sneak by. They like. I think because you had said like they were going to lose three of the four games in this four game stretch. They went up splitting them. I think if we had the same stretch, like I think the, Cow- if the Cowboys come away with Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit, two and two. I think I'd be. I wouldn't be upset with that. This is a. This has been a vicious yeah, it's stretch tough. for them. Six games. Us twice. Miami, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Fran. Y'all. You. You literally. You can't really get harder than that. But anyway, I well, you, you got go ahead. Have your moment. You <laughs> I was just gonna say them. I was just gonna say, objectively not a top five football team in the NFL right now. That's just not a great football team. They're they're talented, but they don't play well. And so that you it's on display last night in Dallas, not playing a sharp game on offense. They were really good defensively, but they don't play a sharp game on offense at all. And they win by twenty. And that's what's on display. So, star up to just being better than the Eagles. How many Eagles fans were there? What was the atmosphere a like? A lot. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it sounded like it on TV, but there was a lot of Eagles fans there. Like, probably... Didn't sound like it because they were never in a position to lead, to to be front runners. We kept hearing the, you know, what is it? E-L-G-L-E-S, yeah. Eagles. We heard <laughs> that a lot in this game. Um, yep, and so we went over. I actually had had... So I was at the stadium yesterday from 6 to 11.30 or whatever it was. And oh, so 6 a.m.? Yeah. And so at noon. <laughs> no, you show up at halftime. No, yeah, 6 a.m. So I was there for Wait, like. You really got there at 6 a.m. yesterday? Yes. Yeah. So at for noon. For what, Slater? Yeah. So at noon, 
I just went over to Texas Live. I had Kristen meet me over there and like, hey, I'm going to have a little window. Let's we can go get lunch or something. So I went over to Texas Live and half of the building was Eagles fans. Wow. It was a lot. And then in the stadium, it wasn't that much. But I would say maybe 15 percent, which is more than it normally is. I I don't know why they bought in on this one. If it was just because it was a primetime game. But there was there was a lot of Eagles fans in there. That makes sense. The Texas Live would be the takeover. They got nothing else to do. They're here. Like I said, sit in a hotel room. Star uh, up, star down, and we start with the defensive player and star of this game. Fourth down and nine. Snap back, pressured up the middle, throws it out, caught by Smith at the 30, and Gilmore there with a huge tackle. A good seven yards short of the first down, and the Eagles will turn it over on downs, and that is a really good defensive stand. Brad Sham back on the call. Glad to hear and see that Brad is doing better. Stephon Gilmore matched up on A.J. Brown throughout the night. Stripped A.J. on the first drive of the third quarter. Had a fourth and nine tackle that you just heard on Devontae Smith at the end of the third quarter. Is this Stephon Gilmore's best best game of the season? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, he made, you know, obviously the pass breakups. He had the forced fumble, like you mentioned there. He... You know, A.J. Brown wasn't completely taken out of the game. He had his nine for 94 or whatever it was, but you limited him and he and you completely limited his impact. Regardless of what the box score says, A.J. Brown's impact was minimal last night. And so I thought he was really, really good in general. But the other thing that was interesting, I don't know if it was able to be seen on TV, but you could see it within the stadium was that's as animated as I've seen Stephon Gilmore in a game. Yes. Like, like he'd get up and he'd start fist pumping or screaming or, you know, whatever else. It definitely felt like, hey, this is your job this week. This is your yeah. challenge. And it just it brought something out in him, like just that alpha corner in him. It brought it out of him, knowing that that was his responsibility. Can he night. still face a true one when the one's like not a shifty burner, like with the skeet skeet, you know, stop and start speed, uh, where I don't think of AJ as someone who is going to run circles around Gilmore? Because watching Stefan run, you can see it. You can see he's lost a step clearly. Tyreek's going to be interesting. Tyreek will probably be planned in a couple weeks, I would guess. But oh, no, that's that, the thing. That is that making me feel much better. If it, if it's probably a, be what? Probably bland. be bland in a couple weeks. Yeah. But if it is, look, a guy like A.J. Brown, Stephon Gilmore is just, yeah, Brown's not going to beat him with 4-3 speed or anything like that. But what he is going to do is A.J. Brown's got size. He's a smart route runner. He tracks the ball really well. That's all stuff Stephon Gilmore can still do. He knows how to mirror yeah. receivers route. He know you know, he's got the size to be able to hang with somebody like that. And he's really good at just reading the quarterback and getting the jump on the ball. And so, yeah, those types of players he's gonna have a good impact against. And let's keep it in the secondary because I heard you guys talking about it in the post game show. Star up for once to the safeties. Donovan Wilson, the strip and recovery on the Eagles first drive. Jalen Hurts' fifth lost fumble of the year. Malik Hooker had a big play. Third and two breakup on Devontae that eventually led to the fake punt for Philadelphia. But Malik Hooker did his part of it. So Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker showing a little bit after we've been waiting on that group. Yeah, I mean, the safety group was really good yesterday, and it was their impact was felt early on, and you needed them to be good because that's been the biggest question. I honestly think it's... The safeties are the highlight there because they actually had plays where you can recognize them. It wasn't just, oh, they're not bad today. It was you could actually see them actively contributing and making splash plays. 
but the secondary in general, the fact that Jordan Lewis played the way he did after getting picked on last time, Gilmore, like you mentioned there, and Bland, you know, bouncing back in the sense of not getting picked on the same way that Washington and Seattle had. Secondary as a whole was really good, but the safeties deserve a lot of credit. Star up. A little red zone offense scoring. Mm. Hey, what do you know about that? What happened here? They scored on multiple red zone possessions. That's something they did. They, they, did, they scored on multiple in the first half. I don't know what got into them. Maybe it was Philadelphia. No idea what it was. But maybe this evens out. Maybe this is the start of the red zone evening out from that 40% mark that it was earlier in the year to getting back to normal where it's about usually about 60%, but we'll start up the red zone offense. Yeah, if you could play the Eagles every week, then your red zone numbers would be really good because they are one of the worst red zone defenses in the NFL. They had been allowing 70% touchdown rate down there. Mm. Three for three in the red zone for the Cowboys. Three, four, three. 877-881-1053, com text line. Star up, star down. Star up, Jake Ferguson. Ferguson was so good last night. And, and that's one of these things that we were talking about it last night is that it's it's changed to where Ferguson is not just a guy who is, oh, well, he's, you know, good at what he does or whatever. It's like it's he's on the short list of when you start running down the, the names of the best players on offense. You don't it doesn't take very long before you get to Ferguson. He was fantastic. Made a couple of big catches last night. Could have had even a bigger performance. There was the. Uh, throw early on in that game. I think it was in the second drive where Dak kind of overthrew him a little bit. But Ferguson was absolutely fantastic. Prescott in the gun at his own 27. Little play fake. Throws it over the middle. Ferguson in stride first down. Crosses the 50 and gets to the 45 for a 28-yard gain and stopped by Blankenship. The huge play for Ferguson was on third and six. And this was after the Eagles' defensive score. So it's like, okay, here they are to try to build a little momentum. Cowboys are just staggering a little bit, little short dump-offs and screens and not running any time off the clock. It's third and six. Ferguson is covered. Dak throws a perfect ball. It was a tight catch in traffic. It's a cover zero. They brought everyone. Uh, you're not going to have anyone back to go ahead and defend. Ferguson for 33 yards. On that third and six, I thought they gave the Cowboys some breathing room. We could all take a big sigh or a middle sigh of relief. He had the hurdle, of course, in the fourth quarter. Man, DallasCowboys.com got a sweet photo of that. Uh, and that may play into some headlines at 720. Yeah, might. Jake Ferguson, yet again, uh, coming up big with the attitude. And that third and six play, I thought, was was big. Yeah, it's big. I mean, Fer- Ferguson in general was huge in this game. Uh, that's what happens when you're, when you're dating a Cavender. Uh, everything Man. just gets bigger for you. Maybe we'll see. Up, oh, don't don't do it. Don't do it. But he's really emerged. Like he has emerged as a not not just like a safety net. Yeah. A lot of the tight ends that Dax played with have been like safety nets. Not not because that's what they are. That's what he's made them into. He and he makes he makes tight ends careers. He's like Romo making Leron Robinson. He will make a tight end screw. But Ferguson's turned into like an actual weapon, like a weapon weapon for him. It's really fun to see. Start up to the first drive of the game. We need to do a little study now. Remember when you're not supposed to take the opening kick anymore? The Cowboys only want to take the opening kick. And it's deferring and, you know, momentum and the odds and the numbers show. The Cowboys want the ball and they converted. At the Philadelphia 13. Two tight ends on the left. Back to throw. Looking left. Looking right. Pumps. Runs out to the left. Throws on the run, Lamb at the seven, and strolls in, walks all the dogs. 
Touchdown, Lamb. 13 yards. First touchdown of the game. And that first touchdown was the Cowboys' third of the season on an opening drive. CeeDee Lamb, first Cowboy since Dez in 2013 to have receiving touchdowns in five straight games. That was a third down scramble from Dak. Found him. Our boy John Hussey picked up a flag. One of three. I've never seen more flags picked up. Never seen more flags picked up than last night. John Hussey picked up a flag. They were trying to figure out whether Tyler Smith was guilty of a hold. There was a third in inches that Turpin ran a reverse for for 22 yards. Cowboys, 10 plays, 75 yards in five minutes. And that was a I am he. Put it on the table. I am he. We're here. We're better than you. And we're not going to give you a chance to breathe. Yeah, and by the way, that was you mentioned them picking up the flags last night. A little, uh, a little anticlimactic that like none of their touchdowns they were able to just celebrate as touchdowns because you had two where you picked up the flag and then the third where it was a challenge. So that was kind of mm. disappointing. But no, yesterday you you talk about the way that they open these games and the way that they open things specifically at AT and T Stadium. They just get started so fast, and that is the thing is that. Put the ball in their hands at AT&T Stadium whenever they're at home and go out there, put teams on their heels immediately, 7 nothing. That's what they need to be doing consistently. Real quick, I just looked at this. Last year, only three teams in the NFL won the coin toss fewer times than the Cowboys. Last oh. year. Now, I got this, this year, they don't, they don't do the stats like that. I can find them, but they only won it seven times last year, and they split. They deferred on three of them, and they were 3-0 and in those games. And they took the kick four times. They were 1-3. and three. Last year. Where the hell did you find that? What website does that? Uh, that was somebody on Reddit tracked it. Somebody on Reddit tracked it. So there's there's a website out there, I'm sure. But it's weird. Like, teams are starting to, some of the more analytics are saying, take the kick. Uh, some still say defer. I mean, it's all personal preference. Maybe the biggest star up of the entire night goes to the right leg. Here we go. Aubrey nearing the end of the first quarter from 60 on the left hash. Long kick. Plenty of leg. What a great call by Mike McCarthy, just as everyone said he should do. He sends in Aubrey for a 60-yard field goal, and Dallas leads 10-0. Mike McCarthy loves very few things more than a bomb field goal from deep. 60 for Aubrey to make it 10-0. He hit a 59-yarder to make it 27-13. The first kicker in history to make two kicks of 59 or more in the same game. At one point, the total yardage of Brandon Aubrey's field goals were beating the total yardage for Jalen Hurts. 119 to 99. Then he added a 45-yarder and he added a 50-yarder star up to Brandon Aubrey. Dude, it's great not to worry about a kicker. Uh, wow. It's great when they could just boot it. 30 for 30. And not, not I the, mean, not, not the TV. Not, not, not the docuseries. Yeah. Um, Coming soon. Go back to camp. I mean, these guys couldn't make anything. Mm-mm. Anything, nothing over like 35 yards is going in. Maybe it's the air out there, but who knows? Like that was, we were we were petrified going into this season. The dude is just automatic. Last two years. We were wrong yeah. about Maher, and they got it right on this too. And also, um, star down to Brandon Aubrey and that leg that he has. Because what it also leads to is what you see yes. last night, which is McCarthy going, let's throw a two-yard screen pra- pass, get tackled so we can kick this 59-yarder. Just, like, I, I'd like for him not to be so automatic from 60 because it feels like they're willing to just settle. Mm. Let's finish up your star up, 
star downs. We hear from the Cowboys afterwards. The controversial call in the NFL coming from Kansas City. It's a Cowboys Monday. Glad you're waking up with us to start off your week to celebrate as part of the 6 a.m. club. More Star Up, Star Down with Sean and RJ next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In the shotgun, fakes the run, heaves it. Oh, he's taking a shot. Deep down the left side for Gallup. Oh, my gosh, Gallup caught it. Gallup caught it down at the Eagle 45. What a ridiculous throw and catch. Are you kidding? 39 yards from his own 12. That may have been the offensive play of the night. That was gorgeous. It was. To Michael Gallup. Gallup getting a touchdown as well. Cowboys beat down filthy 33-13. We are celebrating and rubbing it in here on Sean, RJ, and Roberto. 105.3 The Fan. Yep, got to give a star up to Group Project. That's my new nickname for Michael Gallup because he just sticks his name on the offense's group project at the end of every game. But he was actually – he made a play last night. That was after, you know, there were there were a couple – oh, okay, bounced off his hands. Can't get separation. You were unfair on that first one. Look, they just I, – I mean, it's nice that he had a night. He, he needs to have another night before eventually they, they kind of reset things at receiver three. What first one? He texted us and said, just stop throwing the ball to Michael Gallup. And that was the one that was about 48 feet over his head no, that he jumped up to. No, 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 no. That, see, look, you're, you're direct – TV stream or whatever you have set up, how you can't figure it out and you're two minutes behind or whatever. That that was there were like three other incompletions. That was like the third incompletion I texted when Dak, I said stop throwing it over. Dak was a little hot and a little bit high early yesterday. Had a couple of high throws, uh put a little bit too much more on it. Uh, but he ended up settling down. And when you look at the numbers for Prescott, ends up with two touchdowns, two seventy one. And the QBR was a 67.6. Here's Dak on his performance against Filthy. 
Solid enough to get the win. I told you before, I'm my biggest critic. I don't think I played, obviously, not my best game. I'm a completions guy. I want to get completions. I want to get it rolling. Uh, there was a streak there that was, I mean, I don't know, it felt like 7 to 10, seven to ten or so, that, that uh, few incompletions in a row. But then we got it going. We got it back going, got it back on track. Great two-minute drive, uh, different things. But at the end of the day, defense played their asses off. Kicker was great. Aubrey Butter, Aubrey was great. Yeah, so obviously did enough to win, but I always want to be better. Good. I'm glad he's seen it that way, that the offense, especially in the second half, it was like, yeah. eh? Do we think that the defense was what? What would you grade the defense last night? I know you just look at the score. Yeah. 13 points. How how, how would you grade it? Um, how you feeling about opportunistic? The um, I mean, look, Philadelphia averaged a yard more per play. That's like that's not, generally not a good sign. Um, that that you would go with, uh, but you know, that's what happens when you get three turnovers. You know they're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get more possessions, more plays. The Cowboys ran more plays, you know. But even like at halftime, uh, it was twenty four six, and Philadelphia was averaging you know almost a full yard more per play. That's that's a little bit, you know, disheartening, scary, because uh, you know you don't want to see that. That's gonna happen against. If that happens again. Generally, it's a bad thing. They weren't dominant on defense, but it's really hard to come out of a game and say it should be anything other than a, like less than a B plus when you say you didn't give up a touchdown like you yeah. had four quarters and you didn't give up a touchdown you were opportunistic you were punching the ball out and that may feel a little fluky but they were making plays and the, and the fact that they allowed just six points the defense themselves that's it's hard to say anything less than that if, if these two teams played again tomorrow in a neutral field how many points would you have Philly scoring um it's Think about that just for a second as Mike McCarthy talked about his defensive unit. Well, I mean, it, it, it just, it's points. You know, it's, you know they, do, they do a nice job of, you know, playing, uh, playing to the sticks. You know, it's, uh, you know, Jalen's such a threat. And, you know, and obviously with the offensive line uh, in, in the way you have to defend them. So um, in, in the, the win the down and distance battle is a challenge. And, you know, and you, obviously the takeaways is, Something we take a lot of pride in, and um, the fourth down stop was probably the biggest one, you know, of the game, but especially momentum-wise, because you you can feel it on the field that, you know, that that that, uh, that was a huge momentum swing in the game. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I thought our, our defense was was lights out tonight. Um, you know, I, I think it's like anything, and you know, you clean up your last game, you know, you're able to learn from it. But uh, you, you could feel it when they came back from the Thursday night game in Seattle. I mean, you, you could feel it in the in the coaches uh, on Monday and um, and then obviously carried through this week. So, I mean, there was no surprise they were going to play well tonight. I want to give them some credit for tackling. There were some one-on-one situations where if Philly broke the tackle, it was it was not going to be good. And Stephon Gilmore is what he's referring to with the tackle on Devontae Smith, fourth and nine, end of the third quarter. But how many points? How many points would you give the Eagles in a third and possible rematch? 24. 24. That's what I was thinking. That's the number I was coming to because they scored 28 at the link, and that was with playing pretty perfect on executing third and fourth downs, probably roughly 24. Okay, I just wanted to see if you guys were going to take it to, like, a shutdown discussion of, like, they're not scoring over 20, like 16. You know, I wanted wanted to see if you are going to overreact or not, but you didn't take the bait. Good on you. (laughs) All right, the rest of my star-ups, star-downs, 877-881-1053, brought to you by the Big Green Egg. Dak, what do we call the Dak sneak? What do we call that? Uh, it was the, uh, the well, the, some people called it the Dak attack. No, no uh, that was the, the fun one. 
That wasn't the fun one. I can't remember what the There fun were like one. four fun yeah. ones. They're yeah. much more creative than than me. Cowboys two for two with Dak sneaking. That's what I was thinking when they were on the goal line. I'm like, fourth down here. Just go ahead, sneak it. Just sneak it right against them. And the Rico touchdown got reversed. Thank goodness. I was like, there's no way overhead wise yeah. that that ball did not get in. Um, I was upset. I needed Brandon Cooks to get in uh, on that play, that previous play, for fantasy purposes only, of course. Uh, C.D. Lamb had 27 yards on a third and long. Uh, there was a third and 17 that they converted because of a flag on Darius Slay versus Michael Gallup. I thought the run game looked good in, with Tony Pollard. I gave Tony Pollard a half star up. Uh, the run blocking, I want to give them props to that as well. And... Uh, and that's what I had for all of my star up, star downs. Marquise Bell with the strip of Devontae on the 10-yard line. That was their third fumble loss. Yeah, look, I mean, things have turned around a little bit in the run game. I think that's just a function of the offensive line is playing together now a little bit. And they you've seen some improvement. Terrence Steele deserves a start just for the fact that he got wrecked in that first game against Philadelphia. And he bounced back in a big way. But it's funny, we, you know, we come out a lot of these games and it this season it's felt like it's been all or nothing that when we come out of the game, it's like, I got no star ups. The, the, there's just, it's all star downs. Like in a game like San Francisco, or you come out of, you know, a beat mm. down. It's like, well, everybody played well. This really was a game where there's a lot that you can, then you can point to and say, this wasn't good. This wasn't good. This was good. I mean, Lamb, which, for which, which coach's if, dream, which if you win 33 to 13 against the Eagles, you would not think you'd have right. star downs. It, it felt, it felt honestly a little bit like it was a little more in hand the whole time, but it felt similar to the game in terms of, yeah, they won, but how great were they that they had against Carolina a few weeks back? Like where it's like you played well enough um, and you win by 20, but it didn't feel like a 20-point victory yeah. necessarily. But also at the same time, I never felt like it was out of hand. Right. Like no. I felt like from once they scored on the first drive, I was like, okay, can Philly score tonight? If Philly can't score, they're done because Dallas is going to do what they want. Well, and that's star up to the fake punt, even though they completely – we're expecting it. It's what a real quarterback looks like. You see that, Jalen Hurts? That's how you throw <laughs> the football, it. damn it. Yeah. But, I mean, Philadelphia doesn't fake punt there if they don't feel like they have to play keep up. Yes. And that's that's a good sign. Like, when the other team knows that they can't afford. Yeah, one more score from Dallas right there. It was, could have been an early burial. Yeah, it, it could have been. And it was. I mean, it, 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 you know, it, it was at the end of that drive. Um you know, that's just a really, like, that's a good position to be in. When the other team, every time you go in, they feel like they have to score X amount of points to win, and they can't afford to punt. Couldn't help but notice that in as you just emptied your bag, there was nothing for the flu game. You had nothing for Micah Parsons wrecking shop, half dead, and showing up and, and making big plays, Sean. He was fantastic yesterday. Well, the flu's over. You think he was fantastic? <laughs> he was good yesterday. Did you now? Did you? I don't know. If Micah anybody, after the game. Who'd you talk to, by the way, in the locker room? Uh, so I wasn't with Mike. I was with the Jake Ferguson, uh, Stefan Gilmore, and uh, Brandon Aubrey grouping. They got Micah to comment. They got Jerry to comment on the Micah holds. Basically, Jerry saying afterwards, ridiculous. Just ridiculous. This guy cannot get a holding call as the Fletcher Cox pirouettes were focused on last night by Chris Collinsworth. And we had Sam Williams try to imitate that as well. With it, you sent out that tweet, Sam Williams got held, no flag. But everyone, that's the that's the NBA charge slash block with the throw the hands up. Yeah, look, I clearly got flop. held, and Mike had called it comical. The refereeing and the officiating 
comical afterwards. Yep. I, I mean, look, there were he on the sack that he did get. He was held pretty aggressively by Lane Johnson. Man, they do give Lane Johnson the benefit of the doubt a lot. They they don't call much with him, but. The funny thing, and I don't know if anybody had sent the video out there. I know that at least they got called for some false starts yesterday. Thank goodness that was, that was a positive. They had the tush push get ruined by one of those, but uh, they actually—I don't know if anybody caught it. But as they're walking in the locker room, Jerry was behind Micah, and Micah's like kind of just walking that way, and Jerry goes, "Sick my ass, Micah." And so <laughs> Jerry Jerry wasn't uh, Jerry wasn't bite based on the way he played out there, but Micah looked really really good in this game. I thought overall it was a good bounce back. Hey, hey, what are the uh, Tolos saying for Star Up Star Down? Bunch of Star Ups nine hundred three Gilmore. The dude is absolutely incredible. Yesterday, start up to Ferguson, uh, and then start up to Osa Digizua for uh, applying pressure. The only Star Down I'm seeing from the two one four is taking the foot off the gas, like we talked about mm. in the second half. Star Down to Chris Collinsworth. Because I was annoyed every time he called him Odigizuwa. Hmm. It's annoying. Bra- Bradas does that. Yeah, that's yeah. We, we talk about that. We're, we try to, to clean that up for Brian. I know we, we try. We try to clean it up with Brian too. I ignore it when Brian does it because uh, I don't want him to come back at me. Yeah, because he will. But Collinsworth, I don't like anyway. Uh, Odigizuwa. Here are my star downs. Uh, Devonte Smith getting thirty on third and sixteen. Terrence Steele hold wipes out. A Pollard gain of 17. At one point, Dak can miss five straight. Part of that little too high uh, run that he went on. The fake punt. We all were yelling it in the living room. Like, this is the only chance Philadelphia has here. They can't pump back. And he, they were wide open. Wide open play for 28 yards. So, start down to the fake punt. Awareness. CD had a bad drop down the sideline. That was a beautiful throw. I mean, that was a bomb waiting to happen. Right after the A.J. Brown fumble, uh, C.D. drops that ball down the left sideline. That led to the Cowboys' first punt in 17 days. You had the Cox-Carter fumble return. Uh, Two Biotis penalties wiped out the Cowboys from field goal range. First call, their review official said Mm -hmm. it was a bad call. It was a chop block, I think, down to the side. Uh, but it was uh, Biotish penalties in that same drive. Uh, and that was it for my star downs. Which, by the way, I don't know how that is a legal play. Yeah. Going at the bottom yeah. of, the, of the leg. I mean, a league that is just so into player safety lately. How are the, How is that play remotely legal? The play that the entire sports world is talking about. The game, the moment, and the rant. Did the Kansas City Chiefs get cheated again, and Shohei Otani made his decision. That's all next. Hit us up here for the 6 a.m. club at 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. The KC controversy and Shohei is a Dodger next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here they come again. There's a flag down at the line of scrimmage as the pass is to an open Travis Kelsey, who flings it back over to Tony. My goodness, this is going for a touchdown. An all-time cool play gets wiped out by an all-time dumb player in Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Good morning, or an all-time bad call. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean, RJ, and Bobby. It is a Cowboys Monday, but let's talk about the call that took over and will take over today and this week. The National Football League, the Travis Kelsey lateral, is wiped out with Kadarius Tony lining up offsides for the Kansas City Chiefs. My boy, Josh Allen. And the Buffalo Bills survive to win at Arrowhead. The Chiefs have lost four out of their last six games. Yeah, it. Um, what a play that was! Like just f- from the play standpoint, that was that, that was, was fun, man. That, that was, was a awesome. design. I, that was a great, great question. I have no idea because he held on to that pretty late. Pretty late. Yeah, he had to draw the. De- if it was designed, that was probably because he had to draw the defense in. But yeah. If not, I mean that is that is awareness ninety nine right there. You think Taylor Swift was just, like, losing her mind so happy? Like, my man is the star. Yes. He's made the play, and then immediately yes. she has to go, damn you, Kadarius yep. Tony. They couldn't find her in the box. They, like, of course, go up to the Taylor shot, mm. and it was mayhem. You know, everyone was going crazy. Could not find her in there. Boop. Tony Roman goes, but there's a flag. But there's a flag, and they bring oh, it yeah, back. There's a flag. What do you think of the call? I don't know what the controversy is. It was offsides. Like, all right, now, I guess, I, I got to know, because I've looked at this thing five million times. Did he look at the line judge for confirmation? All right. If he did, and the line judge didn't say anything, then, I, then I've got a problem with the call. Uh, if he didn't, then what's the what are we arguing about? What are we arguing about? Um, you know, and, and, like, they've called that play, what, 11 times now this year? Yes. Versus like a, maybe ten last five years, one last year or t- one and two in the two previous years. They've called it a combined three times in the two years prior, eleven times this yeah. year. So point of emphasis has point been emphasis. made. If you know, it, it, why? First of all, do they give do they give uh, warnings? You know, uh, on holding calls, do they give warnings on every other play? Did the did the did the, the Chiefs cry? When they won the Super Bowl on a on a on a on a hold call, a defensive holding that had happened all game, did they cry? Like I, you know, I I don't get it. Like they're just whiners now. Yeah, because I'm this to be is, out. I'm out. The, I'm the, out on them. The issue here is, like like that's the the controversy here. When it's like we talk about the controversy, apparently the controversy is Andy Reid is like we should have been given a heads up. We should have been told he like they should have actively told us. When in reality, it's they look over, they usually give the thumbs up, like, hey, am I good? That's what we killed. See, when we say there's only been three of them in the last couple of years, I remember one of them. I remember one of them Tolbert. vividly in Lambeau last yeah, year where, where Tolbert didn't check in. And the Cowboys were a little salty about it, too. But I, I think they were just more 
frustrated by it and we're looking for someone to take it out and they didn't actively say hey this is the officiating's fault but kansas city yesterday was trying to it felt like definitely blame the officials and say well this is this is their fault they should have told us that pat mahomes goes berserk on the sidelines and i i I was doing a decent job of lip reading and he was basically saying we fight our asses off the entire game and you pull something like this some tolos tried to come back at me and say he's really arguing that von miller was off sides but uh, I don't believe that was the case. Here's part of Pat and his post-game rant. It's the call, man. Just in that moment, I mean, it's it's not even for my, myself or for me. It's just I know how much everybody puts into this game, and for it to to happen on a flag change outcome of a game um, in that moment. I mean, I, I've played seven years, never had that, never had offense all sides called. I mean, that's the we that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and. And it doesn't get called. And if it does, you, they warn you. And there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. Um, it's just tough, man. It, it, I mean, lost for words, man. It's just it's tough. Because regardless if we win or lose, man, just just for the, the end with another game and we're talking about the refs, man, it's just not what we want for the, for the NFL and for football. And they're coming off what many thought was an all-time bad call against the Packers. So the mm. MVS call that was an all-time bad, was bad call, call, that was awful. Uh, but you do have a segment of the NFL fan base who is saying what you just said, stop whining, stop crying. Yeah, absolutely stop whining. Like, And, and what's the... What what is he inferring there when he says you wait till the last winner? Are you telling me Kadarius Tony lined up offsides all game, all game and right. you guys know he does and you guys don't do anything about it? That's what I, I think is a little silly there. But look, just think of the benefit in general that the offensive players get of just the quick check-in, look to the sideline. Yep, you're lined up. The defensive players, Vaughn Miller, if he was lined up in the neutral zone, they're not going up and going, hey, Vaughn, take a step back. They never do it to any of the defense. No. They don't say, hey, back up, buddy. You're, you're lined up there. Philly had a guy, an offensive lineman, lined up in the neutral zone last night. Yeah, on I, the, on didn't, the, I didn't see that. I didn't see it either. <laughs> I, th- I thought he was – The was left o- guard. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was on the tush push, right? They still got – I think they got the first down anyway in the next play. But – yeah. Um. It like this is it. He was offsides. Like, what do you at the end of the day? Like, was he offsides or think, not? Well, so what Mahomes? Is, well, that's that's what Mahomes is trying to say. He's like, when it comes to a receiver's hand or foot being a step offsides, those are the things that are interfering with the players showing off their true talents and deciding games out yeah. there on the field. That's what that's what he's also trying mm-hmm. to say. Yes, it's whiny. Uh, I don't have I don't have a major problem with them flagging Kadarius, but he's trying to speak to an overall officiating right. point of stay out of the way. I get it. Versus being in the spotlight, people want to watch our skills and our abilities, and they're they're really whiny, basically trying to say it was an all time great play and you messed it up. I, look, I agree. Stay out of the way in general, right? You're just like let the let the players play. But I mean, it it was a it, he it was a, it was a penalty. He wasn't like in the neutral zone. He was like on the other. He was on. He was in Bill's territory. All right. He yeah. was. He was in. Like this is not. <laughs> his helmet was leaning over or his foot. Like this guy was like literally in. Like he was lined up. I mean, like if you're going, if you're speeding and you're going like eight over, like you can't really argue, man. Like you, you were speeding. Like I get it. It was cheap. You know, if you're speed, it's cheap. If you're speed, this was not that. You're 15 over the speed limit right there. And, and and like you say, Sean, it's a new point of it. Like, it's a point of emphasis for them, obviously. This is not the same as, like, last night's call where everybody in the press box is going, did they just call clipping? 
Like, has clipping been called in the last 20 years? It's, it's not like something like that. This is something that they've been calling. And you also don't know the outcome of the play when the ball is snapped and yeah. the, the official throws the flag. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's not letting go. Andy Reid said it was a bit embarrassing for the National Football League for that to take place. A bit embarrassing. Was Von Miller offsides on his play? No, I think that's how far offsides Kadarius Tony was, was that they looked close when they were intersecting and everything else. Because no. that's all, all Chiefs Kingdom. Chiefs Kingdom is whining and crying. You, you, you decide to go ahead and ignore Von Miller jumping on defense. Uh, that's uh, that's whataboutism. Well, what about him? Well, what about him? Well, he was offside too. I mean, yeah, was he probably offside? So they probably called that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes probably should have wore a different shirt at the press conference. That was, was not a fan of it. That was disgusting. That was oh. the most offensive shirt I've ever seen in my what, life. What, what shirt? That shirt. Oh. That shirt right there. Oh, it's off. So do you think Vaughn was off blatantly? No, I don't think I don't think it was blatant. I don't either. And that's uh, that because the whole argument is very that's much closer to me than it is a hundred percent. You can see Kadarius Tony is not where he's supposed to be. Like to me, I don't I don't think the Von Miller one and, and that can sometimes be like you're playing with that's not an exact angle all the time either that we're seeing. It can be a little off center or a little like, like that's not an yeah. exact representation of the line of scratch. How are the Tolos voting? 877-881-1053. Try to take Kansas City, Dynasty, the greatness of the Chiefs out of it. Ticky tack or it should have been called. Every rules official, by the way, Gene Sterator, the replay guy on NBC last night, they're all saying, guys, it was a flag. It was a legitimate flag. Now, normally the officials have each other's backs. Sterator, when officiating the line of scrimmage, general philosophy is not to be overly technical and split hairs over very minor infractions, like the receiver's hand slightly breaking the line of scrimmage. However, when an infraction is so egregious and obvious, a flag has to be thrown. Kadarius Tony is blatantly lined up offside and in the neutral zone. You rarely see an offsides penalty on the offense. That is not because this play is not a foul. It's because a receiver rarely lines up offsides. Yeah, that's it's, territory. It's, uh, look again. This you're right. This was this was blatant. This was this was different. Like this was not just a little bit offsides. He was really offsides. And and if he asked, if he looked over, and the official gave him the good, the go ahead, then that's on the official. Uh, but if he didn't look over, then that's on him, man. It, it's just on him. Andy Reid was annoyed. He wasn't warned, uh, like uh, apparently has happened in the past. The pool report said, certainly no warning is required, especially if they are lined up so far off sides where they're actually blocking our view of the ball. That's a, And generally the idea here is they need to, to quit whining. 682 says, quit bitching, Chiefs. 254 <laughs> says, Tony was off sides. I mean, that's pretty clear to see. Uh, 214, Mahomes is a B. That was a flag. So not a lot of sympathy here with the fan listeners. 877-881-1053. In order to hit us up, we're live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Shohei Otani picks the LA Dodgers 700 mil. Most times where you will always remember where you were when something happened. I was in the kitchen. And my oldest Luca comes out oh, of the bed. What a role reversal! I know, right? <laughs> well, I was getting, I was getting something in the fridge, right? So I was, I was getting something in the fridge, and Luca comes out of his bedroom, which is where he always is. He never leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, Otani to the Dodgers. I'm like, really? Okay. He goes seven hundred million, and I yelled back, seven hundred million. <laughs> you said for twenty years, right? I was like seven. <laughs> I'm stunned. 
That that I'm not saying he went to the Dodgers. That number completely floored me. I have no comprehension of seven hundred million dollars. None. He makes eight hundred and ninety thousand for two games. Something like that. Like it, it, insane. This is an insane number of money. He'd have to be, yeah, I mean, he'd have to be healthy that often for it to be uh, two games <laughs> that he's making that much money. I'm sure it's going to actually come out to, like, a million a game. This is, I'm so glad this is over. Like, oh. he is such a egomaniac, and I'm so glad that the, <laughs> the, the just, like, fawning over, like, what will he do? What is Shohei going to do? What did he name his damn dog? <laughs> is he going to get number 17? Is Joe Kelly going to give that up? Can we talk about him now? It's so stupid. By the way, the, so dog, glad it's done. the dog's name has to be Dodger. Or Chavez. <laughs> or Oral. Or Oral. Well, or, so. Or <laughs> O-R-E-L. Maybe it's Mookie. Could be Mookie, Scully. Could be, could be Scully, yeah. Mook Scully, dog, yeah. The Sorta. Yeah. The Sorta. The Sorta. A lot of names could be. After the Blue Jay embarrassment with John Morosi, <laughs> my lord. John Morosi reporting Shohei's on the plane. Shohei is on his way to Toronto. Bob Nightingale, he is not on the plane. He's at his home in Southern California. Turns out to be Robert off Shark Tank that's on the private plane that they were trying to track. Robert Herjevich? Her- Her- Herjovic, Robert, the securities dude on Shark Tank, ends up posting like himself in a Blue Jays jersey. Like, I signed, I signed, guys. (laughs) And John Morosi had to apologize to the world. And they were apparently in in Canada, they were so excited that they like stormed, custom stormed the plane. Where's Otani? Where's the, we we need to see your uh, green cards. And then they realized it was all. uh, Drake had an Otani jersey or something on his (laughs) IG story. Show hey to the Dodgers. Seven years, 700 mil. Ten. Ten years, right? I'm sorry. Uh, ten years. Ten years. 700 mil. Seven, seven for 700 yeah. million a year. It'll great. get there one day. It will. It'll get, someday. It'll get there someday, uh, one way or the other. Back to the Cowboys, beatdown of the Eagles. Where do they stand now in the division and the conference? And is there, is there just one thing standing in the Cowboys' way when it comes to getting to the Super Bowl next? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.